0: Welcome back to the Talking Walls podcast, my name is Matthew Cooper and today we're joined by three glorious guests. We'll start off with Dave. Dave, how are you doing,
1: fella? I'm very well, mate. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Finn, how's it going? Yeah, all right, thank you. i just realised I'm the only one without my second name on, so it's Morris for the visual listeners. But yeah, I'm all right, thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: and we've got Brilliant. Tom Parker. Tom, how's
0: it
2: going, mate? Yeah, not too bad. Looking forward to causing some controversy. Oh, I'll
0: leave you to it. I, uh, that's go. what I like. When I, <laughs> I, I, I will kind of sit back from it rather than, than me having myself at the time. But on today's episode, <laughs> it, it's unfortunately the end of the season, or fortunate for, for a lot of reasons, it's the end of season podcast. So we're going to be going through the the small matter of Nuno Espirito Santo parting company with Wolves, the season as a whole, who we want in next, our moment of the season, and of course, your questions. I'm going to start with you, Dave. Dave, the sacking of Nuno. You cried for two days straight didn't you you weren't happy at all uh, <laughs> um, yeah, you, go on, go what, what are your thoughts and feelings about it because I know I know you're you've always kind of been Nuno in. I've been Nuno out for a good few months but is is it going to be one of those moments like you really like, you you know where where and where you were at the time <laughs> when Nuno got sacked
3: I think I think this one will because it, it's it, it's crazy really like I'm I I think this is probably the first time I've be a, been able to fully give my thoughts on the situation because you know I've spoken about it on reactions as you three probably all have reviews, previews Um, and it got to a stage towards the end of the season where I was sort of on the fence. Um, I I was happy enough to give him this summer and next season but at the same time if he went at the time I don't think I would have been disappointed. But when it actually happened, it was such a shock. I couldn't believe it. I remember, Or you put a message in our group saying Nuno's gone. And mm. I thought you were on the wind-up, genuinely. <laughs> uh, I went on the wall of Twitter and saw it. And I couldn't believe it. And it was mad because I was at work at the time and it was so busy. And I've, I've heard a few people say my phone just wouldn't stop. It was ridiculous. Um, I actually had to, to go and drop something off at home. And I had sales reps that I, that I work with calling me about it. I had... A customer come in in the afternoon the first thing he mentioned was about it so it wasn't just like a little thing like this guy has been at the club for four years been our longest serving manager in a while and it was a massive thing so it was a big it was a big shock and um, I thought I, I couldn't believe it you know uh, I, I still think now and I'm sure we'll talk about it later on I don't think there's any Candidates for the managerial role that fill me with a hundred percent excitement, if I'm honest. Um, and I, at full time, I, I was crying. I genuinely, I was. I was. Around, I was on my own at, in the South Bank, and I was genuinely wiping my tears. It was. It was a big shock. So, you know it was a phenomenal manager. Do I think it was probably the right time? Yes, but at the mm-hmm. same time, I just don't think there's anyone out there for me at the moment that fills me, like I said, with a hundred percent excitement and confidence at the moment, Matt.
0: Yeah, it was, it was. It I mean, even I was emotional Sunday, and that's saying something I've been calling for the bloke's head for months, uh, which is obviously hypocritical. But I'm glad, like I said, I'm glad, I'm glad he got the send off he deserved because he deserved more than to go away as, as the villain. Finn, you were really cut up about it, weren't you, mate?
1: Yeah, I, I remember exactly where I was. It was. Premier, I was just settling down for Premier League years. Lunchtime, it was the Aguero season. I thought, God, we've got a good hour here. And I got it the second it came through. I was, <laughs> and then I was like, right, I don't care. I know what happened here. Let's focus on this. I. I sat with my mum, and then our Hermes guys, a Wolves fan, he turned up half an hour later with a package. Like, have you heard about Nuno? It was like the same as Dave. Like, just it just spread like wildfire, obviously, because it's massive news. Um, and I, I didn't want it at all. Um, I think I'm probably less ruthless um, on it in general, and I can see that side of it. I just think there's been three normal seasons. And this one season that's just a freak season, obviously there's going to be winners and losers and you can say, oh, it's not a normal season yet. How have Man City done what they've done? How have like, Villa improved so much in a, in a strange season? But if, it, if Wolves was like a... I don't, I'm trying to come up with something on the spot here, but like if it was a science experiment and you did it like three times and then the fourth time you said, right, chuck a shitload of salt in or whatever, it's going to change. It's been a different season. No fans, no Jimenez, no Johnny. And I know it's the same for everyone, but I'd have at least gone with next season, especially yeah, when he's you- under contract. How about if the fourth time you chucked a load of salt in and it blew your head off?
2: <laughs> <laughs> it <won't be> there, <laughs> that's, yeah. For me, That's, that's what that's, I've like, got that's nothing the else. So there we
0: go. That's <laughs> the Nuno section. Well, you've had the first three seasons, you have had a little bit of a fizzle, and then the fourth season, you put it
3: in and it's blowing your head clear off. That's for me. I'd that's, say
1: my, that, my head's still on slightly.
3: Yeah. I've I like, been crying for about a week, though, Finn, to be fair. I don't know if you're just tired or what, mate,
1: but you look knackered. You? <laughs> I, I, oh, mate. The re- I don't know what's yeah. happened. Red around my eye. I think it might be I'm stress. stress I, 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 I understand why fans. Thank you. are looking great
0: now. too, by the way. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I, I understand why fans wanted him to stay. Like I completely get it. Like you know, like you said, you've had three good seasons and one bad. But for me, it was a little bit deeper than that. Tom, I know you were pretty much in the camp of Nuno, out, weren't you?
2: Yeah. Um, it, it was only really the first the last sort of two, three months or probably, you know, sort of around April time that I was really starting to sway because you could just see the the lack of energy. I think the West Brom game, I know it's something that in January, I know there was there was a few inklings apparently that Foson had even then were looking at um, you know, maybe calling it quits, which I think would have been a very, very reactionary decision. Um but you could just see that something wasn't quite right. He wasn't animated at all, which when you consider, you know, for the Villa games, how animated he was, which isn't for me, isn't really a you know a huge derby. Um, I think, you know, for a game of that magnitude to be sat on the bench for the last 10 minutes and just sort of just grumbling and mumbling and just not showing anything, putting Cody off, taking Neves off, it was just a very, very strange game. And I think after that, you could sort of see that, Something wasn't right in his press conferences. You know, he was constantly sort of avoiding questions and he wasn't really addressing. He was talking about solutions. I know it became a bit of an inside, you know, joke with Wolves fans. But genuinely, it was that repetitive. Every press conference was the same. The players didn't look up for it. And I don't know, I, I think you can tell when something's stagnated. And I think that if we had gone into next season, um, I think we would have, Stagnated even further. I think it really was one of those where you just call it quits whilst he's on a high, you know, whilst he's had the backing of the fans, the majority of the fans. Um, but yeah, it, it, it definitely was time to go. The style of play for the past fourteen months yeah, was it,
0: atrocious. It was, it was, it was, it was really poor. And I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll, we'll put that video out after the the, the Albion game, didn't know. And if, if the club were thinking about it, then it was. It, but he's, he's not. Dave, he's not—he's not the same man who we saw first come in, a—he's—he's a, he's a, he's a completely different person. And the only—the only time we've seen him have any kind of like real charisma and looking like the, the Nuno of old was was that last press conference on the Friday. I thought,
3: yeah, it, it was almost as if there was that weight off his off his shoulders yeah. at the time because he would have known then. They obviously didn't tell uh, the world because that's all the press conference would have been talk, spoken about, really. But. Um. Yeah, I mean, you look at the first season in the Championship, the passion and the desire that he showed, not just the team, but he showed, you know, the Bristol City moments, the Cardiff, the Middlesbrough, even, you know, when we beat Leicester 4-3, you know, if would he have run onto the pitch this season if we do? We'd have gone and scored the last-minute winner against Leicester, you know? I I don't think so, yeah, but... You know, there's there's uh I think he just thrived off the fans. I think that's been his biggest downfall, unfortunately. Just not having the fans there. I think he he I know he mentions it a lot, but I think he absolutely adored everyone being at the ground. Um but I said it I think I said it on Sunday. I think unfortunately Uno's downfall is is the fact that he's been so good the last three years. And mm-hmm. I think unfortunately the um the pandemic, the situation worldwide, him not being able to see his family. And I know he's not on social media, but he would have been aware of of what people were saying and what people have thought about his style and management. And that stuff all just weighs down on your shoulders, really. He didn't look the same person that he looked over 12 months ago. So. Mm Yeah, unfortunately. But I, I said the, the thing that he keeps saying, see you soon, mate. Someone comes in on a one-year deal. Well, He'll be back next summer, mate. i tell you now. I've, got, I've just got a weird feeling. I've no just got chance. a weird feeling. I wouldn't be against it.
2: I, yeah. I don't think I'd be against it. I think a refreshed mindset could maybe do him some good. I don't know. It, it is a strange one. But if you look at, you know, if you, I don't think it was it was a shock but not a surprise. I just think it's what Matt said in, in your initial you know reaction yeah. video in the sense that if you look at his career trajectory at Valencia and Porto, the way things went were very, very similar. Um, you know, he, when he first joined the club, fans loved him. He had a real connection there. Uh, particularly at Valencia, the you know the, the comparison was really, really strange. First couple of seasons, brilliant or first season, brilliant. Great connection to fans. And second season, a switch to young players, a look to the future, an attempt to reshape the system and style of play and things just completely collapsed. And I think that that's Sort of things haven't obviously completely collapsed. I think thirteenth. Uh, I think you know it would have been a respectable finish, but we finished below Newcastle. Yeah, that's what resonated I mean, you know, yeah, oh, Come it's, on, it's, Steve that's Bruce that's been that's getting pelters all, as well. all season. I scored more yeah. goals as well. Which and is, you know, it's, it's,
0: it's unacceptable.
2: You know, it's, if you look at the injury record Newcastle have had, for example. So we can talk about City and Liverpool, but they you know they've got better squads. But if you look at the injury record of the teams around us. Newcastle have missed Callum Wilson for the majority of this season who has got, I think, 13 goals or something like that in the Premier League. A very, very well-respected striker. They've had injuries to Sam Maxima as well, who is by far and away their best player. Their squad is so inferior to ours and they've managed with the worst manager, much worse manager. There's no getting around that. They've managed to finish above us. You know, Mm. it's not a good look. Um, And, you know, I I think whilst I think the reaction was understandable, um, I thought, yeah, Wolves. T- as soon as I saw the news, our oh, Wolves! Twitter is going to be an absolute cesspit for the next two days. It's um,
0: toxic. It's toxic already at the minute. You've got, mm. you've, got you've got, people saying, uh, and 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 Tim Spear says it in the Athletic, like the club are, are aware of what fans think, and uh, and you know, there's a, there's a, there's a, a, a loud pocket of 200 fans, which I, th- I think is absolute bollocks. I think it. I think it's very reckless from. From Tim's perspective, I was. Like yeah, I think I mean, you know, I mean, he's a fantastic writer, but I, I, I didn't agree with that. Um, uh, folks and Fosen uh, are, are ruthless and they have no emotion. Yet they care what a small section of fans on Twitter say. I, I just don't buy it. But Finn, what, why? Why do you? Why do you think he's gone? And do you think the club have pulled the trigger?
1: The more we learn about it, the more <laughs> I'm, I'm leaning towards that. I think it may have been a. As in, he's gone, yeah, all right, then maybe 80, 20. Like, if he's got all right, if I, there's these things building up and if you don't want me as well, then I'm not sticking around almost if they've made it clear. Like, little things that – there's so many things that you think, right, they, they weren't planning for this whatsoever. Like I said to you guys, apparently they'd, all the staff had signed up uh, for the local golf club and stuff for the next year. It's expensive to sign up for a golf club, so you don't do that unless it's, like, certain. And then they've got two days into it and they're like, all right, see you later, unless they're going to stick around in England purely just to, to play on a special course. Um, but it, everything leans towards, like even the video that came out today talking about uh, the season with the, the people at the top of the club. Uh, it's been a fantastic season in general uh, or fantastic time finishing 7th, 7th, 12th. We're going to support Nuno. It's out of the blue. It's not, doesn't seem like a calculated decision like they've been thinking about it for a while, whether there's been some sort of bust up, whether they've said, like you've seen reported a few times, uh, you're going to have no money. You're going to have to generate your own funds. And he's gone, you know what? I don't have the, like, the determination or whatever that I had for this like just give me a year or like Dave said in hope maybe he's thinking that but I can't see it. and also on that point of um people online they will look but as you say it's not uh, like I don't think it was a, a bigger point as Tim was saying I think he was just saying sort of like I hope it's not what they've done I don't think he said it was that so um people some people are being horrible to him but I suppose that comes with the job I think the
3: thing is with that, I, I can understand where Spears is coming from because if you want Nuno in, you're not going to just spout on Twitter, oh, I really hope Nuno keeps his job, really hope. Because, you know, yeah. the only people you are going to see talking about the job security are the people that want him to lose his job. So if you do go on social media, that are gonna be these people and I'll use Bib as an as an example. But Jeff She isn't gonna go onto Twitter or YouTube and think, oh bloody hell, Michael Bibb shouting about Nuno again. It's really got to, <laughs> exactly. I've really gotta I've really gotta consider his position. It ain't gonna, it ain't gonna happen. Yeah. I, I can I see I can see where Spears is coming from because in terms of job security, the only people you're gonna see talking about it, because it's not like there was some whispers about it, but because it was coming from the mail or whatever, no one no one, you know, took yeah. any notice of it really. Um so, it's it's just one of them. But do um, do you, do you yeah. believe
0: that? Well, I, mean, I watched that video today. And we'll talk about it a bit later. Yeah, Ooh. and I thought it sounded like they were planning uh, uh, without Nuno. That's that's what I took from it. It mean, may be because we know now, but when they we're talking about like it's not just about like one man and you know one year. It's like mm. I, that's what I took from it that it was like they'd already made they'd already made the mind up. Yeah. But uh, for, by all accounts, Dave. He was told just before the Everton game. I don't know. I don't know if if, if you. But sorry about the noise and what's going on there.
3: Right. Um, yeah. um, Everton. Before the Everton game. Um. Yeah. I'm. I'm not sure. I mean. I, I don't mean you. I thought we did okay against Everton, I know we didn't get any anything out of the game. Um. I thought we did, did okay as one of our. Better performances of recent times, so I don't think it had any sort of detrimental effect on that. And as far as we're aware, again, the players didn't find out until very shortly before we found out as well in like a like a, a team meeting and so on. But it's um, that the interview obviously you know is interesting because um, the, the the sort of video that you were on about just because they obviously spoke about Nuno, but at the same time, especially Jeff, she was very dismissive of including mm. him in sort of conversation. Even when there was, I think Johnny Phillips asked about the club back in Nuno and Jeff was like, well, it's not just all about one person. And sort yeah. of I was there like, yeah. Yeah. so they didn't mention his name, but that's I think what I took, I mean. at the back of their mind, I think they clearly knew that this, this was going to go ahead. This isn't something that's happened overnight. This is something that's been brewing for a while. Yeah. Well, look Watching that video today, have they all been on holiday or something? I oh, know. I don't know if it's a camera. Great or times, or
0: not, isn't isn't it? It? Yeah, yeah. Hey, look, we've got Ask yeah. like, recorded live. Music. <laughs> it was,
2: yeah, um... no, it, it, I was impressed with the uh, production. T- to be honest, like, we've been calling out for something like this for for months, and then the club put it out, and then people are like, "Well, this doesn't count now because you've sat noon." Uh, to be honest, I I watched the video. And I was really impressed. I thought they answered the questions honestly. Um, you know, sometimes as fans, I think we can be a little bit conceited in the fact that we feel owners should tell us everything about, you know. Sfosen are a very secretive owner a very secretive owners. We don't know, you know, about transfers until pretty much a day before they happen. Um, sometimes even less than that. Um, I, I to be honest, I thought they were quite honest with the questions. I thought they answered a wide range of questions. I quite like the uh, fact that Jeff She said he can't play <laughs> Left back because he's right footed. Yeah. You know, oh, so
0: stage though, that was you can see not like, waiting for the question. I mean, yeah. it's a it, it, show he's like human side, but yeah. I, I, the, the problem is though with stuff like that is you're say we've been wanting communication for year, uh, for years, a couple of years, and we've got it, and then fans are either not like, happy with it or still not happy. And so, are you, are you really expecting the cup to come out and say, Well, this is why X is what has <clears> gone, and this is why we're
3: not signing this player? I think, yeah, I've seen pretty positive comments about it, to be fair. Yeah. You're always going to get a few negatives, but I think even, you know, even the guys that I normally see very negative on social media have really enjoyed that. And, you know, we all know it's yeah. a step in the right direction. And I saw even a comment on the YouTube video and I was a part of the the fans' parliament last year. I stepped down like six months ago, but they... Um, Someone said, you know, this video, 45-minute video, has done more and given fans more than what the fans' parliament have sort of ever done. Oh, fans' parliament which waste of time. Which, the thing it. is, though, you know, I was part of it and I thought, right, this could be... I was probably brought the average age down by about 20 years, to be honest. And I thought, you know what, this could be <laughs> the step in the right direction, but... It was just every meeting. You just go around in circles and circles. You weren't going anywhere. Whereas this, you've given the opportunity to, what, 25,000 season ticket holders. They had over 650 responses, um, which I don't know how many of them were serious. But from the questions and the answers we got in this part one, I think it was a very productive video. And I think they were open and honest. And didn't, Jeff She not like he's done in the past, That says, yeah, we've got a billion quid in the bank. Let's just sign who we want. I think he was pretty... Sort of down to earth and serious and realistic about it, and he's let the fans know where where they stand. He's not. I don't think he's. I don't think they've set themselves up for any stupid statements, other than maybe saying they're going to keep proving others. Yeah. I think. I
0: think we, we, because it was so like heavily produced and like it was so kind of like it. It they would have they would have watched that back and gone over it and over it and over it. And there's probably questions that they said no. We actually we can't say that. Yeah. yeah. And it would have been like. Heavily PR, but I I, I I enjoyed watching it. But just just going back to the to, to the manager sacking um, quickly. Finn, who who do you now want in charge? So we've got we've got we've got people like Fonseca potentially in the running. Benitez, Frank Lampard, um, Bruno Lage, Consencio... Dave Milton for you two
1: outers isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> for you two outers what's your plan now now you've got him gone but uh, it's, it's, I don't like it, it. it. it's not my fault mate no I know I um, it's, our fault,
2: Matt. it's our fault it's <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. you our fault now? I uh, yeah. thought you to pull the trigger
1: <laughs> um, the only name that I'm encouraged by is uh, is Fonseca. <laughs> 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 is, uh, is Fonseca after watching that? I, I, I was sold after that Tifo <laughs> video, to be honest. Um, but that was very pro Fonseca. Since like after I sent it into you guys, didn't I? With the the sort it, everything seemed to match, but matched in the current style that we've got a lot of problems with, um, like as in mm. the five at the back and Connor Cody, just like he's transformed a defensive midfielder into a centre back, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, <laughs> If you ask Dave, is he number six? <laughs> oh. Brilliant. <laughs> All that, yeah, in the middle. Um, but no, yeah, him, I've seen a lot of people say that they uh, they've sort of collapsed Roma recently, hence like he's leaving for a reason, isn't he? There's a reason we could get him for free. Um, been getting battered recently, and I've seen people say he's been very mentally weak, like they've been very mentally weak as a team. As soon as they go down, that's it, which has been something that Nuno sort of prided himself on, the opposite of really. Larger one year's experience, albeit an amazing season. I'm not sold. I think Wolves, for a team that had, well, can you say consistently, twice finished seventh in a row, they could be aiming higher than a bloke that's had one season's experience. And all of the English names don't jump out to me. It's going to be the best of a bad bunch, really, which is a bit negative, or uh, getting back now. We've made a mistake. Back you say he's off.
2: only had one season experience, but you know how is he supposed to gain more experience if every club that he's offered to says, "But he's only had one year's experience"? It's, I did, it's yeah, one just of those we're top
1: of the top, aren't we? As, <laughs> yeah, I know, I uh, yeah that, fair
2: but. enough. No, that's 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 fair enough. I mean, I put you, out. Who do you want,
1: Tom? Uh, Who you want,
2: But um, well, I put out a tweet actually uh, that that did fairly well. Um a, sort of breaking down large's tactics. I think he would be quite a a good appointment. I know that there was the concerns about him in his second, towards the end of his stint at Benfica, the second season. But you do have to take into account they'd sold the vast majority of the players that did well for him in that system. So Mm. you're talking, uh, the particular, the big one was, of course, João Felix, who, who went to Atletico Madrid. He was such an important player playing off Seferovic. Um, you know, when he left after that, it, you know, th- they were severely limited. The owners didn't put the funding back in as much as he, as, as Large wanted. Um, so, I, I think Large. I think Lampard, I'm not sold. He did okay with Derby. You would expect them to get into the playoffs with the team that he had. If you look back at the crop that the players that he had, it was a ridiculous team for the championship. Um, I think he did okay with Chelsea in his first season. But then as soon as he got all the money... Um, obviously he's, it went to pot but then Fosen aren't going to spend 200 million in a transfer window so you could sort of say it that way Fonseca Finn's always spoke about him I agree with everything he said um, you know system wise suits us but Foson want to go in a new direction I think you know if you want to go four at the back I don't think Fonseca's the man for that Benitez same <laughs> as Nuno pragmatic approach so you're not really changing too much in terms of a style of football so um out of all of the ones we've seen so far I would say Bruno large has me the most excited but that's mainly because of his style of play David
3: oh man like I said earlier I think a lot of them I think all of them that are currently in the frame leave me a lot a lot to be desired for there's none that sort of really really excites me I think there's only four, I think there's only four or five managers out there in terms of you know that are available that are good. But I know they won't join. I, Conte, yeah, well, yeah, Conte. I know Allegri. Allegri. Bring uh, it Fab, Go on, pay the big F- Favre, Favra, the ex dortman manager. Um, Sari, you know, I think get a push. But yeah, out of the current names, I think Lampard, like you said, did a, a good job that first season at Chelsea. But as soon as he got the money, I don't know what happened there log I, i've warmed to and the more i read up on him the more people like yourself tom talk about him and, and, and matt have spoke to him a lot in depth about you know i'm warming to that idea but i think that's only because that i've sort of accepted already due to the odds and due to the rumors that he's probably going to get the job um and Fonseca, i think i only like him because he wore a flat cap once on the sideline that's probably the only reason i like him to be honest so um i mean listen whoever Whoever gets the job, people know me. I'll back. I'll back him all the way. I'll back him one hundred percent. But the the board have got to back him as well. I think you could give Pep Guardiola this job, and he, he ain't going to do much if he doesn't get the backing. You've seen that every club he's been at, really, that you know he's been backed. So mm. as long as we can back a manager, I think will be sound. But looking at our current squad, I think you know the, there's obvious areas to improve on. But I think Log has got a decent skeleton to to work with straight away if if he is the man that gets the job.
0: Finn, how much do you reckon we need to spend in the summer net?
1: Oh, I was just thinking that when I was speaking about experience. Maybe they want yeah. him because they can pay him less on the less experience to give more to the transfer. I and think, I personally think, think he's a cheap... I think
3: he's a yes-man lager. I think he's a cheap
1: option, personally. Yeah. Um I think there's a lot of players, as we discussed yesterday, that you can get to a base of, even if it was sell to buy, effectively, with players that aren't even at the club now, you're going to get yourself to... Maybe 50, 60 million. It, I mean, it's yeah. ambitious, but there are, you can get a good few players with that. If you look at our track record, I've seen, uh, I've seen Samare 25 million euros today. If there's players like that from leagues that are struggling with money, especially this summer, then that should be enough. If they can just chuck in maybe 10, 20. I mean, you loaded up football manager and saw Wolves and you had 10 million, you'd be disappointed when you, I know it's not completely real, but like, they've got to put so, I know they were talking it's about right, FFP and stuff sure. today. Yeah, yeah, but I I think if they could, if we could spend net about 10, 15, I wouldn't moan. If we get rid of all those, those lone players that have got a value, it's, you get some decent players in.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I've sorry, Tom. Yeah, I agree. We've got, they've got dead wood there that, it means nothing to Wolves anymore, and why keep sending them out on loan? We think we're pretty clear now that none of them are going to come back and have much impact on the first eleven, even in the team we've got now. So might as well, might as well get get what we can for them. But what, what were you about to say, Tommy? Basically echoing what Finn says, or
2: um, yeah, I mean, so, sort of players that you know we talk about Bubakare Samore, a very good player, but you talk about Hussein Aouar as well, who could leave Leon for like twenty to twenty two million, you know. It, He's uh, he's had you know Leon haven't had the best of seasons but you know you're talking a, a good quality player there for for a decent price he's got resale value if he does play well in the Premier League because big clubs already know of his name you know there's, there's definitely players there you know uh, Joao Polinho I know has been uh, has been doing the rounds again today that's another sort of Dendonka type player physical. Um, I still think we do need that sort of brick shithouse in midfield um, because we do have a very lightweight midfield. If Vitinha plays at centre-mid, obviously we we are going to have to get someone to partner up with him. We can't have Neves and Vitinha as a two, I don't think. We're too lightweight. Um, So, yeah, there's definitely definitely players out there. Um, I have confidence in the scouting team. If we look into the domestic market... uh, (laughs) It seems a bit conflicting, that, because the domestic market is quite expensive. Premier League players and English players have a good premium on them, you know, because they're selling to rival clubs. So for me, it doesn't make much sense to cost cut, but then also <coughs> try and shop domestically. Maybe we're going to look at championship level players or players that are playing well in the championship. But yeah. even then, you know, you've got Buendia who's going for £40 million, You know,
0: they're it, still expensive. Your yeah. on, Brexit's got a bit part to do with that, though.
3: Yeah, All I right. think yeah, it's, it's good point. Yeah. I think it's going to be interesting because even on that video that we mentioned earlier, they were talking about the championship, which we've not really seen Wolves delve into that market ever since Foson have come in, really. Um, and you mentioned the French, the Portuguese, the Italian market. French especially is going to be dirt cheap. I think Lille, despite winning the league, are going to have an absolute fire sale. The television
0: rights, isn't it? They've lost exa- the deal, so the club exactly. But
3: you know. Uh, d- It's not just Walls talking about these swap deals, but clubs around the world and in the national press talking about these swap deals. As long as Walls are clever, I think especially if Lager is going to be the man and play a 4-4-2, I think, like I said, the spine of the team is there. You could put out a strong eleven already, I think. Um, But then for argument's sake... You get in another striker, maybe someone, you know, you sell mir for 10-15 million and then you do a swap deal with uh, Benfica, uh, Vinicius for Vinagre plus 10 million. Yeah, your money spent straight away and you got your back at Guedes as well. Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. we're going to have to spend some money, but if we're clever with the outgoing Deadwood that we've got there, we could build a really good strong team and not just a strong team, but good squad with the depth overall. And I think players mm-hmm. like Vinicius, who has worked with before, are definitely players Gwedes who's been at, you know um linked a lot already as well Um i think the key one though that everyone wants to see is a one or two center halves so especially as bolly and Sace are going to be at the africa cup of nations later on this year so date murray if he signs yeah for yeah, exactly. Gary, so, so. Mm. yeah it's good it's going to be interesting but i think I, i've got i think walls sound pretty switched on with how they're going to do it but there's definitely players there in this current squad even if it is first team as like we mentioned on the uh, sell loan keep videos or whatever that we've done this week. You know, players like Dendonka or Martinho, not just getting the money for them, just getting them off the wage bill as well is a huge bonus overall.
0: Yeah, I've, I've, I think one thing that I've, I've, I've read the past, well, since the fallout of Nuno going, is that on, on a lot of occasions, the scouting team have come to Nuno and said, We've got this player, i.e., Danny Olmo, or who, who else
3: he, he, he turned down? Wanky Chan as well. I can't, get, can't yeah, believe he turned them down. Never um, forgive him for that one. That. I, I can't, can't
2: believe he turned down Danny Olmo. It's <laughs> it's yeah, in, in, it's in Olmo
0: for for Mendes for, for clients. And I, ju- I just hope this summer that whoever comes in gives the scouting team a bit more of a kind of a role because we understand that they grew a little bit frustrated doing all this work for Nuno to just go, no, I want him. He's a, a Mendes boy. Which, if you look at it on the whole, the past four windows it's been an absolute shambles really apart from Neto and, and Samedo which you probably paid over the odds for it he has, it has been a bit of a shambles but say if we play 4-4-2 next season it's Bruno Large, you've got two anchors in midfield um, how, what positions are we prioritising?
1: Centre back box to box midfielder if you're talking France Renato Sanchez please one day Hello. um <laughs> <laughs> I think another for those he's sort of like it's like Southampton is it like wingers that sort of come inside more than yes. it's not like not Burnley four four two. 4 so you've got at the moment Pedence Neto Adama Gibbs White would probably fit that role um, maybe you need another one there and then if you are playing two up front you definitely need another striker I think Vinicius if it is Lager that's, that's just gonna that's gonna come together
0: to I'd, I'd argue you'd probably need well you need three strikers and then another player who can play across the front three so because yeah, if one of them gets awesome. injured then you, who, who's it's difficult for, for requirements mm. I think this season we've we've we kind of I don't know made our own bed with a small squad because look how many injuries we've had we've been, we've been on our asses for half of the season but it's um they've definitely got the work out haven't they Tom in the summer for recruitment
2: yeah 100% and you know it's we, we do mention Lager. He is a Mendes client and my slight concern with bringing him in would be that he would have the same issue with Nuno in that Lager side with Mendes in terms of the players that we sign. Um, I, think wh- I think what we need to do is I-, I would agree with Finn. I think the spine of the team has to improve. Um, you know, the goalkeeper, centre-back, centre-mid and striker, we've got to have more options there. I think Gibbs White, rather than the wing, I think he could You know, me and Matt were saying before we started, he could play the Joao Felix role, playing just off the striker. If you know, we choose to switch between Fabio and and Gibbs White, Um, so maybe playing him in a more advanced central role would probably help him. Because we have seen this season that his best games have been centrally, and obviously Mm. the frustration was that Nuno kept playing him, you know, in off the right hand side or in off the left hand side rather than playing him centrally. Um, So hopefully, a manager will be able to come in and see that. um, You know. I genuinely think with a new manager, Gibbs White could really, really, you know, pick up the pace because he was our best player for the last, you know, three, four games. He he was, you know, he put in some really good performances um, and I think all, I don't think you could say to a single, I don't think a single Wolves fan would not want him to do well. I think we all want Gibbs White to do well because he's, you know, he's local lad, he's come through the academy. We haven't had, we've never been blessed with bucket loads of Academy prospects, you know, Connor Ronan's probably Zelly Ismail, you know, it, names that have, you know, had a lot of promise. So in terms of buying youth players, I'm, I'm not sure because obviously they did mention in the video uh, Q and A that they still want to focus more on young players. And Jeff was talking a lot about, you know, it doesn't matter about the age, it's about their performances on the pitch, which is fair enough. Um, but, I would like to see a bit more experience there, um, but yeah, sparring the team. I think and, and definitely a couple of uh, additions out wide as well. Yeah, no, I, I, I
0: completely agree, mate. It's going to be it's going to be an interesting summer. I think it's going to be an exciting summer as well. From from what Jeff said, most of the the business will be done in August. So put your feet up for a couple of months, chaps. I'm
1: and gonna then need three goalkeepers to... as well. If we're right, Matt oh. can need a couple. Yeah, <laughs> right. Oh god, yeah, that goalkeeper okay. yeah. seller. I was
2: getting a bit worried.
1: Yeah, so fuck all the keepers, just get Sarkic,
0: and then he just find an auxiliary keeper who plays centre half.
2: Um, I have seen, I have seen him play once actually, Sarkic. Um, good for a uni assessment, we had to do a match oh. on on the FA on on the FA Cup, and he was Shrews we were playing, um, and he was superb. Yeah, he was class. He, came, he he's very confident coming out and smothering the ball. He's confident from crosses. He's got good reactions. Um, and he was decent playing the ball out, but obviously it's league, you know it's Shrewsbury, so you never know. Um, but I did actually give him a special mention in that match report because about you know he he was yeah. really really good. He kept Shrewsbury in the games at points. So he's a number two. I would definitely not say no. He's young, you know, he could be like, will Norris really. You know, come in for the cup games. Keep four clean sheets in a row. get us to a final or something. You never know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, happy yeah. days, well, yeah.
0: Well, you mate, made mate, your money back. Mateus Arkic because none of us, are, none of us, had seen him play. But moving <laughs> on to the, the awards. It is the end of season podcast, so we've got to do some some awards and uh, um, might be a bit painful this one, chaps. But we're going to start with player of the season. Dave, who's been your player of the season? <clears throat> um,
3: I'm sure I won't be the only one. I'm probably going to go with Pedro Neto. His uh, improvement over the last twelve months was a little bit. Was it first? Was his first season? Won it last year? I remember Matt early days of that season. You just, you still. I'm sure you won't mind me saying you weren't sure on him. Um, And I think you know he was very, very raw. So in the space of sort of twelve to eighteen months, he's come on leaps and bounds and by far our best player today and uh, uh, this season. Sorry. Um, Mm. Yeah. Definitely
0: the Uh, first season.
3: I I was. I'm not really sure what
0: he does, but showed that I know absolutely. Nothing about football. Not
3: I think in a very yeah. negative, negative system. I I just wished he, I wished he could uh, have got a few more goal contributions overall. But I think you know it's the players in the middle of the that have let him down really, and obviously the injury to Jimenez. But yeah, definitely player of the season. Neto. Put
0: him in an offensive, in an offensive team, mate. Same with probably a lot of our players. I think I think he doubles <laughs> potentially triples his his goal contributions. But Finley, yeah. when your player of the season, you're all you're all nodding. I'd imagine it's
1: Netta. <laughs> yeah, echo that. I was the same as you Matt <laughs> Marcel um, yeah. But no, yeah, I, I think <laughs> Neto in that first season I just thought he was way too weak and as I've said in previous like, podcasts it gives me hope for Fabio Silva and these small young weak players we bring through because what we've turned Neto into not just us as in but his whole personality even his increasing media duties this year you've sort of seen the personality come through um, since he said I need to shoot more he sort of got worse, Um but <laughs> but if he can keep his is like if his mum can keep out his ear and just say right, pass it off every so often. But fast. no, yeah, unbelievable. And it if you can you imagine if he was English, it'd be linked all over the place for hundreds of million. Night, like he's like, just fantastic footballer. He's got everything there. I think him and Adama were in the top stats. It was like was it like carries into the box you always see on like dribbles completed, chances created. So as you say, saying, an attacking system with those two on the wing, <sighs> it's exciting. It is Tom.
2: I'm muted.
0: You
2: I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go with Vitina, I think. I think you had those two three games were unbelievable. You know, getting back on Uh, (laughs) you. Yeah, no. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no. It was it was out of Neves and Neto for me. Um, My only my main reason being that Neves and Neto. I think the only players this season for me that have put in nine out of ten performances, um, or ten out of ten performances. But yeah, I think Neto. um, He's he's stepped up. I mean. To a just completely different level. I don't think any of us saw it coming, to be honest. And we all knew there was a decent player in there, but just his confidence reminds me of you know when we first signed Jota. Um I think I said in a previous podcast months and months ago, his low centre of gravity, his strength is very deceiving for such a small player. He just players bounce off him when he gets going. Mm-hmm. Um, I you know, he's for me in game situations sometimes he's stronger than Dharma. Damage goes down like a sack of yeah. potatoes when anyone comes near him, but Neto's the one player that, weirdly enough, uses his strength to to, to its full potential. Um, he's he's direct, he gets goals, his delivery has improved massively. Um, it's such a shame about his injury because what he, I think you know the experience of going to the Euros, I think he would have played personally. I don't think there's I don't think Portugal are this might sound like I'm I'm going to have terrible ball knowledge ball knowledge here, but I I don't think that Portugal are blessed with you know mass amount of wingers. I think they're very gifted in in midfield, in the central areas, forwards, you know, defence, fullbacks, and stuff. Yeah, but wing is one position where you know uh, Bernardo Silva he's not really an out and out winger. Gredesh, you know,
0: Trinko, Jota. Yeah, Gedge, Trinko, <laughs> Jota. Jota would be the one. But Jota, how Jota many wings have
2: they played... got, Tom? Nah, <laughs> well, to be fair <laughs> yeah, like yeah, right. to yeah. Tom, I don't know. Jota's played Neto centrally would quite a
3: bit. Yeah, I think yeah. Neto would yeah. get in the team ahead of some of the ones that, that are yeah, in there at the moment, definitely.
2: 100%. I mean, he, he yeah. played when he got called up for, you know, friendlies and stuff. So, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
0: Plays with yeah. a smile on his face as well, considering how shit we've been. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> oh, I, 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 really, I really like to say that. Uh, right then, lads, let's move on to... I'd say young player of the year, but I, we, are, are you in agreement that it'd be Fabio Silva? Because it's over him or right like nuri for me. I Fabio Silva. quite young. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
3: that's um, got to be um,
1: Fabio
3: quite
1: Silva. Bad, he? Yeah. Um, if ain't nuri was on a answer. permanent, I think we may have been leaning towards... Like, if he was our player, I'd, but no, yeah, that's... Probably Fabio Silva.
0: It's not like it's God, like hundred percent. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I agree. I think I, I, I've been we've been banging the drum since he first came in. He's he's going to be a special player. And we did this about Adama, and then everyone kind of jumped on our back. And then the next season he was unbelievable. So I'm I'm
3: hoping for, for more of the same next year. I've got to say, uh, um, Jeff She. Defended Fabio Silva a hell of a lot in that in that video. Yeah. Like, he
0: didn't he say awesome. basically like,
3: "How about trying to get behind the player when we saw him?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was, now, that was definitely it? about Fabio. And he, he said but that right, at the end. he? Yeah. was yeah. actually in reply to Harry Mansell's question, I think, uh, right towards it? the end. And he's like, uh, basically to the to this you know extent that he just wishes people would defend players more. I think he's just mm. sick of people. Um, I wish our using, players would be more. <laughs> using Fosin as a scapegoat as well because I think he said, you know, we've been in charge five years now. I think you can trust us a little bit. Um,
0: so. It was it was quite catty, wasn't it? For, all I got yeah. from that that he's very very opinionated.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. from
0: that video, yeah. like, can probably, he, I
2: like that though. I like that yeah. I think he came across really well in that and I think that a lot of, yeah, I've been guilty of it as well but for a lot of us questioning his knowledge on football he's learnt a lot in four years no, I thought that he, he, he barely yeah. knew anything about the game did he before that yeah and he's talking about players that you know if they can't fit a possession based system and I was like yeah. hell,
3: this I reckon he's played oh, yeah. FM man the Wunderkid's kids worst
2: 100% he's played FM 100% maybe that's what yeah. Spears was referring to top
3: three
0: Maybe top one, yeah. Saw, yeah, yeah. He he Alan
3: Partridge, you'd say <laughs> who uses the word wonder kid unless you play football manager as well. He loved it, <laughs> that. carefully doesn't good. watch
1: Saving Sunderland, Dave. He'll be buying them, they need sure. it. Oh,
3: that seems absolutely dog, mate. I,
1: yeah, he, <laughs> oh, mate, I loved it. I loved it. You yeah. yeah. should
2: do a saving Bordeaux, Dave. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. But
0: they're not in, they're not in for Bordeaux if you if you if you believe what Tim
3: Spears says. But then I saw another report about it today saying there were, so who knows? Who knows? <laughs> anyway, close enough. Yeah, (laughs) you never know. You never know. Goal of
2: the season, Dave. (laughs) Um,
3: Matino against Arsenal,
1: absolute banger. Finn, I forgot to write this one down. And moment, Um, that is the best goal. But okay, the Neto one at Southampton. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I just, I just love the Neto one at Southampton. But I find it hard to argue the Matino one. So yeah, I'll go with my first answer, Tom.
2: Yeah, it's 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 hard to argue with that. And but to be, I think the celebration as well and how things were going for him at the time, you know, there's a lot of people on his back. And to pull that out of the bag, you know, if you look at the goals that he's scored for us, they've been like... The, the, the goal against United, the Freak
3: against Bournemouth, and then that one there. Um, Honourable mention as well, sorry. Sace against Leeds, the one that was ruled out for VAR. What a goal that was. Mate, <laughs> I oh, that. Mate, <laughs> he yeah, scooped I it, it, it well, up and I like yeah. volleyed it. What a goal that was. Yeah, that I was think I mean,
2: Vatinius Vittin- against Chorley as well was a decent. Yeah, no, it was yeah, yeah. crap goalkeeping, but uh, um, you know,
0: yeah. it's good a swerve on it though. Bit of you swag. It. You the swatsick yeah. because Mike Ewan would have been proud. Um, Silver against West Brom. Poachers. Yeah, <ball>
2: yeah. <laughs> 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 you, his goal in the his goal in the game against Molyneux, is really well taken though like oh, the little flick team, the Matt turn Molyneux. that he did didn't he yeah yeah it's not,
0: <laughs> the goal against, against Molyneux, Molyneux. oh I the
2: goal at Molyneux yeah you put me No, No, it's alright mate
0: we understand what you meant um, finally, finally lads and this one's going to be the one you're going to have to rack your brain toward the most I've it's moment of the season I've either gone Chelsea beating Chelsea at home or the final whistle on the last day of the season <laughs> because of the emotional or because the
3: season's over
0: because the season's
3: over no. <laughs> uh, I thought you was going to say last Friday afternoon when the news got announced to be honest you know <laughs> <laughs> that would have been my answer that's,
0: <laughs> come, that's not mine I'm that tamed, been my that's my... stir the pot go on what's yeah. your moment yeah. Dave tough it is
3: very little very very little was it winning um... that Campana shirt on eBay <laughs> <laughs> yeah I that's the biggest biggest regret of the season that one I think <laughs> flipping Fucking. Yeah would have had a house, I mor- spent my mortgage on that. <laughs> um, so mortgage payments, that Yeah, yeah. It oh, it's hard, man. Chelsea, Chelsea's got to be up there. We haven't really got any big scalps this year, really. In terms of moments, I think the Arsenal game is probably the most memorable. I know, you know, we should have won because they were down to nine men. That was probably the craziest game, probably the most memorable game. So, probably go with something like that, really. That's Very, very little memories, to be honest.
1: What about yourself, Finn? Was it getting back in WV one? <laughs> Mate, I, I'm rubbish with posh food as well. I couldn't eat anything. But it's um, the tarts anyway. of that,
0: wasn't there? What was what, it? Is, heck, what was the posh it food? It was.
1: Uh, well, Grace. I didn't have. I, had a, I asked for a bread roll for start because it was. I don't. It was some posh salmon thing. So I said, "Can I have bread roll." Um, some sort of chicken in. Uh, I don't know what it was. Tomato-y, like carroty thing. I'd rather right. just had to grill it down the road yeah, um, yeah. and then the ch- New York cheesecake. That was it. But it wasn't I saw that on the,
3: the vlog. That was nice. That looked
1: nice. Oh yeah, that, that was worth it. Um, what, 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 what would you rather have? So right. Burger and yeah. chips, or yeah, that's what that's what I normally get in there. No sort of mixed meals, mate. Well, <laughs> they basically, basically, there's two sides. Sorry, we've got <laughs> this is my moment of the season. The cheesecake. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's like as you go up the stairs, there's like a bar and a restaurant. So the restaurant's for the posh people, and the bar is like you don't have to eat anything or whatever. You but you can get a burger and chips if you want. And that's where we normally are, but they made everyone be restaurant so you could like be stay sat down and all stuff like that. Um, so you had to have a three course meal and I had to wear posh shoes. Um, shit flickers, yeah, basically. But uh, moment of the season, I think. (laughs) (laughs) So, Alan Partridge, how have we done? Um, Um, Probably the nest that was the biggest adrenaline rush the the Chelsea game how we we didn't get beat by Chelsea did we did the double over Arsenal they'll be kicking themselves looking at, at our squad and our performances this season Um and I can't again like Dave it's not particularly memorable but there's nothing else no what about you Tom? Um, What's they, Adama just a uh, yeah.
2: oh, the season uh, Steve Wiles has just replied to it my yes. positive tweet about Fabio Silva saying he's garbage. So that'll be... uh That's probably up there. Um, <laughs> he's everywhere at the moment. Every single post. He tries to get there. Um, <clears throat> no, I'd say Neto against Chelsea, I think. Um, but I think that the, the fight, the scenes after the United game were, you know, brilliant. Uh, it was, it, it, you know, it was really nice to, to see Nuno get a good send-off and the guard of honour from the players and staff I thought it was a nice touch and all the all the video stuff afterwards, I thought was really well put as well. Um, yeah, in terms of a match or a moment, yeah, 100% Neto against yeah. Chelsea. I was going absolutely mental. Yeah, oh,
0: so, I, yeah. Thought that, oh, I thought that was a turning point, but it wasn't to be. Um, just before we kick on to questions, I think we're going to talk about the new kit manufacturer, Dave. Yeah, From Yeah, Castle. Castle.
3: yeah Castle. I mean, it was, it was rumoured, wasn't it, a few months ago. And then Adidas, these Adidas kits kept getting leaked. And, you know, so yeah, but... But Castor is the one I think with due a new sponsor as well. I believe I'm pretty sure the Manbex uh, deal is up this season, so we should be due a new new sponsor. Hopefully, Thank a lot of God people want that. it to be Goodyear and all sorts. But um, yeah, yeah, I mean it seems like a step in the right direction for the club. I think again it is a very much a business decision in terms. I think Wolves manage all the manufacturing, and uh, so get a lot more of that money um, and get much more of a say on the design. So it's not going to be the bank you know a template or anything. So we could hope for some serious classics here some some remakes of the old stuff would be absolutely phenomenal i think um so fingers crossed but a bit of a a bit of a long lead time in in terms of when the actual stuff gets dropped i think it's like end of july but surely you know your season's kicking off mid mid Mm. early mid-august isn't it so not much of a turnaround on there but all the training kit out in early July, and it sounds good. I mean, they've taught the talk. I know they had a, a few TV issues with Rangers early doors, uh, but it sounds decent. I'm looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, I know that yeah. I know Wolves had a few issues with supply, I didn't they? They've added us,
3: yeah, yeah, every season though, man. Right? Every yeah. season, I think the third kit, I understand you know, they, they, they that was meant to be they probably didn't want to get too many of them in, and that sold out like you know, you couldn't get one uh, early doors, so mm. um. Yeah, but they, t- you know, they've obviously got the home and away kit in mad supply because everyone that did that ten quid lucky dip, everyone got a home shirt in there. I think so. Yeah. Um, can't complain. Yeah, I think. About the yeah, no, for a tenner now you can't. But mm-hmm. yeah, i that's some sort of. I'm glad to see the back of them. Really, one half decent kit a season. I think.
2: Yeah, shocking. That, I
3: mean, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, no, yeah. shocking. There's recycled templates and stuff. And you know, I thought the interview with was it Vinnie Clark was quite interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he yeah. said that they've really tried to nail down the colour um this season he said we want to get back to our you know traditional colours.
3: i wonder what it'll be, it be in comparison to the top you got on there because that mm. that was the old gold. Mm. that's what they said and everyone that was really marmite but i think everyone looked back at that and thought yeah it's quite nice but it'll be really interesting to see what they do regarding the color because i think that old gold that they had in the 90s is, is so hard to replicate because it's almost like um it's the fabric bit, isn't it as well Bit of a shine to it isn't it So it'll be yeah. I am intrigued I'm intrigued to see how, how they how they do But I'm looking forward to it
0: Welcome back to talking textiles I'm your host Matt Cooper <laughs> <laughs> With the badge
3: If we <laughs> could get a, a, we can <laughs> get <in> a <laughs> plique we get a And a plique effect oh. On the wolves eyes On the shirt Would be absolutely phenomenal Yeah <laughs> I've got no idea What that means A yeah. <laughs> hey, Come on did none of you do mm. pro- Like textiles at school Now, okay I did product design mate I did product design
1: Doing do food. A black kit with just yeah. with just the eyes, though Dave. Like you're talking about, if there's a black kit with just the white. Oh, eye. Like, like Fendi, like a Fendi top. Yeah, a yeah, Fendi yeah, top. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Imagine, yeah. imagine they're just huge.
3: <laughs> well, do that like, like PSG get Jordan? We'll get Fendi as a as a as a manufacturer. We
0: yeah, also. we we'd get Jordan. Five hundred quid really a kit. At your price. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, we're, probably, we're, more, we're more likely to get flipping. Uh, we're more likely to get a shoe zone or something. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> ben, are you excited by the prospect of a, of a of a of a old gold Wolves kit with potentially Goodyear on the front?
1: The Goodyear, it's just with the prices good, that the Wolves are going to charge for that, they just can't. I, it would be lovely. Um, unfortunately, it's going to it's got to be a company that have crazy money. And in America, they're,
3: they're big though, aren't they? Goodyear. Did they in go in the
1: UK recently? And they got rid but of the like, Wolverhampton
3: factory, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. Like that. that was years yeah. ago. Someone I've seen someone yeah, in the yeah, replies go mad. Yeah, someone in the replies went mad. Yeah, they got rid of so many jobs in Wolverhampton. We don't want them on the front of the shirts. Why <laughs> don't we just go boot. like
1: Bridgestone
3: and just take the yeah, piece, yeah. get back at them?
2: <laughs> <hang> Literally, <off. laughs> could have a new nose face. <laughs> yeah. If if you could
0: if have a sponsor, lads, Dave, your ideal sponsor, who, who would it be? You can
3: ten have or any or company five, in the world. A technical fireplace company. It's just going to be family business. Let me just you ad master.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah, buy master oh, on the sleeve. I just, I just want to, like, someone that's text, really. I think the man one, the one bet one would be all right if it was the text, but no disrespect, the, the symbols yeah. or the logo or whatever. It, it, and the little silver logo, that was crap. So, yeah, just a text-only thing, really. Or... or I don't dislike, um, you know, like someone like AIG that United used to have. Just something dead simple like that.
1: Yeah. You know, something like that across it. Yeah. Or I even there's think... one that can just go one colour. Like Manbet, would like always had to have that white, grey, no matter on what shirt, That's like it was funny. black text on it. Yeah. 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 They got rid of
3: that. I remember Money Shop as well. Money Shop, you always, any colour kit, you have that yellow line. Why? A, a fluorescent yeah. green shirt with a yellow line across it. What's that about? <laughs> but I remember Shocking. What House, What House said you could have whatever colour shirt you want and we'll change the colour. Every, every, every sponsor should do that. They shouldn't, mm. they should want their sponsor to look good on a shirt. So.
0: exactly yeah mm, well that's 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 the kit talk done I think I might have a few <laughs> questions about it but as we move on to the questions thanks for sending in your questions guys really do appreciate it Bloody, I sound like Luke Bennett don't I
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah so we move on to your questions we'll start with Instagram um We've uh, we, we've we've had we've had loads of questions, so thanks for sending them in. Uh, Wolfpack talk: Why did Fos and sack Nuno after the past three seasons? Why did they not look at injuries? VAR? No fans. Well, my argument is they did and still made the call. Finn, What do you think? I'll lack something
1: out for you. Um, <laughs> no, <I don't. laughs>
2: I'm only joking, guys. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs>
1: um, what was the actual question? I was loading my joke there.
0: What? Why did Nuno after the past three seasons? Why did they not look at injuries, VAR, no fans, etc.? My argument was they did and still made the call, cool. and then it came to you. Yeah.
1: No, yeah, I, I'd I'd agree with that. I think again, that's my argument for not uh, for like trying to keep him. Um, but there's for every point with Nuno, you know, there's a counter argument. Like like Dave was saying, oh, if the fans were in, there it might have been different, but if we'd have served up that football to the fans, it could have easily turned, couldn't it? Like Ooh, some yeah, of the games, definitely. imagine if like Burnley 4-0, stuff like that. I think every point's going to have a counter. So like, I'm not, there's no clear answer with the the in and out. So I can, they've made a decision and I I, I can't, I, there's no right decision. I'm sitting on the fence really, even though I wasn't, you know, I can see every point. I'm not saying you lot are talking rubbish. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. So if any mm. of you lot have got a clearer answer than that. Dave? <clears throat> Um,
0: repeating again.
3: <laughs> it's just yeah, it's um, it's one of them. I mean, they they said sort of, or the report was made out around Christmas, January, Feb, that the club understood and appreciated the issues that Nuno had. But there's obviously a trigger there behind the scenes. Mm. No, I don't think anyone is ever going to know until Nuno or Jeff She has an interview about it, or if they ever will have an interview about it. No one is ever going to know. The, the real reason for it really but they made out or I think it's probably Tim Spears sorry to chuck him under the bus again he made out that um you know there was an understanding there but obviously obviously not and I, think, I have seen a sort of counter argument saying that you know if you're sacking or getting rid of a manager that's finished 13th place you only want you know that that's your level, really. You want to be going much higher, which I think they do. You know they don't want to settle for that; they want, they want bit bigger and better. And I think their next manager that they'll have European aspirations in mind again.
0: Tom, why do you think? What do you think? Voson didn't look at the, the all those variables. What do you think they did?
2: Yeah, I mean they definitely did. I mean, obviously it's difficult for us to really answer why, um, and, unless we you know had a really good source and you know coming out from the club, but. Yeah, I think all those variables taken into account as well. And look, as as much as Foson would have said, you know, we've had lots of injuries and stuff, we can't afford to be finishing mid-table with FFP. You know, we've got to push up and get more money. We've got to push, bring in more revenue. The style of football, um, I don't know if you, uh, you, I'm pretty sure you guys might have seen the that's, that little, you know, graph uh, things showing that our brand value has gone down 42% this season. You know, style of football does matter and if we do want to have a better brand, which is what folks are focusing on for the first few years to build up a you know, a solid foundation of income, then we've got to be playing better stuff and we've got to be pushing higher up the league. And I think that they would have seen taking into account the press around wolves, if you if you watch if if they really look at reaction online, they would have seen every time Wolves play Neutral fans all the time saying we're the most boring team to watch. We kill every <clears> game we're playing. We've got Wolves fans saying similar things. They would have seen that and gone, well, "We're not going to attract any new fans if everyone
3: knows us for you know quote unquote terrorist you, ball." Do you not think but, yeah. you not think that brand that brand <laughs> thing was to do with Jimenez being out of the squad though? Because that's such a big. That's I don't a good point. I yeah. the
0: metrics are based off
3: I think it was BS because yeah. I saw someone use that as a reason for us being so bad and why they sacked Nuno, but surely.
1: Ironically, my views uh-huh. are down forty two percent as well. Yeah, there you go. That's <laughs>
2: <cool>. Yeah, no, <laughs> I mean, it's about forty. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> there, there you go. Maybe, they, maybe, they were looking at your brand identity thing or something. Well, it's because yeah. cr- cr- uh, cr- you took
1: your sister out of most of your videos. <laughs> 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 mm. oh,
0: uh, we've got. Uh, we've, we've, to be fair, we got we've got loads of questions. I think this one's a, r- a really really good one. Um, from Horton, uh, oh uh, Horton, oh one eight. Hey lads, love the content. What's your yes. thoughts? Oh no, that's the wrong question. <laughs> 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 off-
1: you you just wanted Dally, to
0: read bro. that first you
2: bit. You just to read the first bit. Um,
0: do you th- do you think fans will expect the new manager to get Europe this is, uh, this uh, next next season? And is it fair,
3: Dave? Um. I don't think they, I don't think they will. I think they'd be stupid to ex- expect that straight away. If I'm if I'm completely honest, unless unless they give him like a war chest of about 100 million, say right, get get Europe, you know, shit or bust. But I don't I don't think that would be fair. I think unfortunately for a lot of fans, it's going to be another transitional season again because you can't expect a manager to inherit a squad that has been with a certain bloke for four years and just expect results straight away. And that's my concern for the next manager is that if they don't get three, four... Well, they first three or four or five games and he hasn't picked up a win, which we've seen even under Nuno over the last few years. You know, it's taken us a while to grow into a season. Slow start, yeah. Um, slow start, yeah. I'm concerned that these people are going to get on their back straight away. And I don't want to mention... Well, you know, I, I, I don't want to pick out certain people, but there are a, a very... There's a certain proportion of our fan base that I believe is fairly fickle and I'm concerned that they're going to jump on his back straight away. And I think we'd, that's something everyone has got to take into consideration. This is a bloke that's got to inherit a squad where has been under a certain regime for the last four years. It's not going to just click straight away and we ain't going to win every game 3-0 straight away. So if we can finish top half, push towards Europe, great. But I don't, certainly don't think Fosun would be, would be expecting that first season.
0: Um, yeah, that, that, that's fair enough. Um, move on to the next question. Last, uh, last this is, is Rafa. good enough to be our backup striker next season? And that's from Kian
1: I'd love to say that I'd watched every game of him. To be honest, I, I'm probably, if anything, I should be biased in saying that he would be because every time I've seen anything, it's been him scoring from forty yards or Penenka <laughs> in at the New Camp and stuff like that. So I just. I've been stung twice now by La Liga with Vallejo and Jose and it just makes me not trust anyone. Um but that's so unfair to judge a player just on a league that he plays in. Um I've just got I'm just wary about it and I'm just thinking, is he ever gonna on what we saw at Wolves especially, is he ever gonna reach that as in this value ever again? So I would be leaning towards selling him, but I I haven't watched any of the games. If anyone can say he's been unbelievable, he could come in, especially his backup. I'd, I, I'm it's in my Spanish-y, opinion. Though, it? I don't want to be stung a third time. Mm. Exactly. Right. That's it. Yeah. yeah. I'd, I would, but I, I know, like I can't say just because we had another bloke from a league, he's going to be the same. So I, I, I'm going to probably, if he was at the Euros, I'd have loved to have watched him. But there we go.
0: Yeah, we've got an, another question here from Jay Bones and uh, I'll, I'll, Tom, this is Feud, and I'll, I'll, I'll ask the rest of the group because I think it's, I think it will split opinion. Why can't we go and get Gerard as manager? Surely Wolves with the Premier League status is a bigger pull. My opinion on this is Rangers is one of the Rangers one of the biggest clubs in Britain. And they've got Champions League football and it's a bigger job than Wolves. And that's my reasoning. I would love him at Wolves, but what do you think, Tom?
2: No, I completely agree. They're the most I think they're the most successful British club ever. They've won the most domestic trophies. Um, they've got a huge fan base, um, a very passionate fan base. It's a very, very good way of getting Champions League football, mm. um you know he's got a team there that he enjoys. I think the reasoning I would see for Gerard joining us would be more of a sort of a Premier League gig really before then the, yeah. you know a lot of people are talking that he's nailed on for the Liverpool job really um so he would we would pretty much be a stepping stone club for him to you know get get the job. A bit like what Frank Lampard did at Derby. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I would love him, to be honest. He's, from how he carries himself in press conferences to his mentality, his, you know, his experience, his ability to get the best out of a group of players. He got to the same stage we did with a far inferior squad in the, in the Europa League. You know, they've got Morelos, who let, is a great striker, but their team didn't, you know... It wasn't anywhere near on the same sort of level as as the team that we had that got there. So it just goes to show really that if you really get at teams, you you know, you can get results. And I, I feel like if he was able to do that with the money, the team and the resources of Rangers, I think he would, you know, he would he would really excel with, with our squad of players and our ambition and our use of youth. Um, and I think the players would buy into him very quickly as well. Um, but yeah, like you said, I think the issue of, you know, he's got Champions League football to play. And yeah, they probably will get smashed like four or five nil, or, you know, they might nick a win here and there and it might not be pretty. Um, but yeah, they could very easily do well in the Champions League and catch a lot of teams, you know, off guard. And he's not going to take the chance to miss out on that for what could be, a, you know, another potential transitional mid table season. So yeah, it, I, I don't think that we're in a position to be able to get him. That. That's probably why we're if you want to believe the rumours that's probably why we've spoken to Lampard instead of, instead of Gerrard Finn,
0: Finn would you like him down the wall Steve Gerrard
1: yeah it's going to soon be a Gerard Lampard's goals for managers isn't it I was thinking it's just when you were saying <laughs> that then Can you imagine it goes from which midfielder to which manager you want um, yeah as you say get into everything he's done with Rangers and the, the limitations of that squad like um, I've been I looked up that Tavernier ta, ta, however you say it the yeah, right back yeah. and he's well, like bang average in England and he's turned him albeit in the Scottish League turned him into a machine Connor Goldson from Wolverhampton I remember him scoring an own goal for us once that's all I remember him really but he's, dead, he's turned actually. that squad yeah he's turned that squad and unlike how I know he's had a few favours from Liverpool in like Ryan Kent and players like that but like Lampard getting Mason Mount and Tamori in the championship and still finishing sixth where Derby finished the season before for me, if it was Gerard Lampard's goal, Gerard 1 million percent. I know he's going to be a more expensive option, one to pay him out of the Rangers contract, and I think he's a better manager, as you say. And if we are going cheap, like the large sort of thing, or any free agent suggests, we're not going to pay anyone out. But in an ideal world, yeah, I think I'd love that. If he keeps Morelos under control, he can manage anyone. Dave?
3: I love how Finn somehow brought Gerard into it, despite him being an absolute failure at Oldham. You know what I mean? Just, just bringing him to the frame of the job as well. Skulls. Yes. Skulls. Sorry, <laughs> not Gerard. Skulls. Oh, um, yeah, nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Skulls. <laughs> sorry. 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 Um, yeah. Gerard was someone I mentioned on that on the video that I did last weekend. Uh, the, the five managers that I would like to see Wolves, you know, consider because um, I think to answer Jay's question, I don't. I don't think Wolves would be able to get him mainly because he's sort of gone there and from day one admitted it was a project. And I think that was his sort of initial welcome to the fans that, listen, you've got to give me time. I'm not going to just win everything straight away. And you've seen it so many times, especially in leagues like Scotland, where you got got, no disrespect to the other teams, more or less a two-horse race. And, yeah. it, you know, he finishes second. Even in, in Portugal, when it was, I know Sporting have broke that duct now, but when it was Porto Sporting, um, P- Porto Benfica, Nuno lost like two, three, four. I think he lost twice in the league the year he got sacked like you know the expectation just every season is win the league win the league and if they don't they're going to get sacked so yeah. he, he he's built a team there and a project and like Tom said it's on paper it's such an average if that team and the way he's just, not just this season but last season done so well in Europe as well um, but unless once again Walls can promise him a ridiculous war chest and a ridiculous rise in wages and so on there is no point for him to walk away from the Rangers job at the moment at this moment in time at risk of coming to the Premier League I agree with what Tom said that he's got to come almost like an audition for that Liverpool job but at risk of coming to the Premier League and ruining all of that reputation whilst he's got it good at, at Rangers at the moment
0: Yeah I think you, you all raise, raise very valid points uh, Final question from Tannis do you think Jeff Shea will be paying close attention to Molyneux on Monday for Matt's potential uh, <laughs> as new world manager? Oh um, yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. So Are you um, gonna be playing a five with a bat, Matt? I'm not, mate. I'll play a four I play a four, two, three, one, Don't give it but, um, away. Don't give it away. It's what what's happening yeah. is um Gagan not with our players mate (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) apart from Dave and Finn so Dave Dave and Finn and a whole host of other Wolves content creators and and the fan cast are playing in a charity game on Monday at Molyneux for the charity morning it's a fantastic cause I'm sure we can put the Just Giving link in can't we Dave yeah I'll make sure I do that hello Um, any donations uh, uh, of course welcome um yeah, it's 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 a fantastic cause, and it's a cause close to my heart, and, and I don't know I know a lot about. So, although uh, Jeff will be there watching the audition for me as a new potential Wolves manager, um, the, the, the the actual cause is 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 a lot bigger than that. So, yeah, really looking forward to that. Um, there's been loads of questions as well about whether we should sell certain players or we should keep certain players. Um, we've got the buy sell keep series on on the YouTube at the minute Uh, we've got the defenders one out which includes goalkeepers that's already out I believe midfielders is out today Dave
3: yeah yeah on the day of the podcast release yeah yeah the 27th that'll be out yeah and then attackers on Friday
0: Yep, correct. Yeah. Yep. Sorry. So yeah, you you'll be it's all right, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just give me a couple more minutes, mate, and you can yeah. go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that that'll that, that'll all be out this week, of course, with this podcast. But I just wanna say, and I'm sure this will be echoed by everyone the, as it's the end of the season podcast. Thank you so much for the support this season. It's uh it, it, it's been it's been a difficult one for us because it's been it's been hard to keep going, and even more so for Dave, who's been pumping out loads and loads of content. It was it's been difficult for me. I've even thought like, is it worth doing anymore? Because all all the stuff that's gone on, but I can show sure, you know we'll have a have a bit of a refresh and we get loads of content back out there in the summer. But I just want to say a, a massive thank you to everyone who supported Dave. Do you want do you want to add anything?
3: yeah i was just gonna say i hope people find this podcast a little bit more intriguing and upbeat because i remember this time last season at well at the end of last season it was after that severe defeat and it was i think just us two man it was very sort of down and so on and people have commented on that really so I hope although the situation's a bit different this year that it's been a bit more insightful I think we've all given our opinions on loads of different things um, and obviously let us know your thoughts in the comments section if you're watching on YouTube and or just drop us a tweet if you're listening on Apple or Spotify um, but yeah loads of content still coming out over the summer I know a few people commented as if we were going to have a six week break or whatever but now literally the, the content's going to carry on as normal and hopefully we've got a yeah an interview slash podcast coming out with Alex Gonçalves again talking about Bruno Lager so looking forward to that one
0: who hey mate Alex Gonçalves yeah. Go 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 yeah, no. uh, yeah and <laughs> also yeah. and also a special mention to our contributors which is Tom included um, we've had some wonderful wonderful articles and some wonderful insight on, on the YouTube channel as well this, this season so you know massive thanks from from Dave Finn and I because it's been it, it, you know it's been it's been class and you know, we know appreciate all your, all your hard work but I think that's it.
3: It's that, That's it. The season's finished. Dave, where can people find you? Should they wish to find you, mate? It's at Dave as a party on Twitter, which is, well, as it's spelled on the screen. So, yeah. Thank you.
1: Finn, where can people find you? On street corners now. I'm not getting any views. but uh, <laughs> <laughs> Finn is uh, F-I-N-E-R-R-Z. Um, just everywhere. One second. Next season, we'll be back. we to play playing attacking football. Him and us up front. We'll be back. Tom, where can people find you? Wouldn't you not at Hogwarts? <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, yeah. So yeah. So yeah. That's the kind of the issue because they don't have internet there. Because they', don't, they don't work. <laughs> so. I, I, I'm off Twitter about eight months a year, but for the three months that I'm back, um, you can find me at Tom underscore Parker twelve. Well, I'll be tweeting about how I defeated Voldemort.
0: <laughs> we did <laughs> have that a question. To explain. About, we did have a question on Twitter earlier, actually. Um, Tom. Oh, is this bib? Is this bib?
2: Yeah. Is it? Yeah, is this bib, 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 bib about my hair?
0: What silly colour will Tom <laughs> part of those hair next?
2: I've re- I've retired from dyeing my hair because my hair genetics are not fantastic. French people have terrible hairlines, um, so I've decided to stop dyeing my hair for the sake of my future. Um, <laughs> so so it will be remaining brown for the rest of my life. The next, the next podcast will come on like John Ruddy, mate.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: look like, yeah. Look like, yeah. Um, what's his name? Ninja, the next podcast, you know, all blue or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll shave me hair for 10 grand.
2: <laughs> oh, in, eh? yeah. get to, yeah. well, there we go. Just give him. Get, get it in the, it in
0: the <laughs> yeah, if That's why it starts going, boys.
1: You just do it down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, man.
0: I'm, I'm braver the headband. I've got about three aircuts left in me. Um, if, you, if you wish <laughs> to follow me, if, I'm probably sure you, you probably don't. Uh, it's M. Cooper Writers in Written, Twitter and Instagram. And Talking Wolves is Talking Wolves across Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Um, if you've enjoyed this video, like the video. If you've enjoyed it, make sure you comment on the video. If you're new here, make sure you subscribe. And until then, it's, um, it's not a goodbye. It's a see you soon. Thanks for <laughs> listening.
2: Cheers, oh, clever that. <laughs>